All right, show me Lander and I'll give you the key. I'm glad that you're reasonable. I didn't want to have to hurt you. So Foss turns away and starts walking over to a door that was just off to the side. And you can hear his metallic feet at the end of his legs sort of tapping on the hard floor as he goes. And he, he, he's walking kind of stiffly, not quite an even gait. So he gets to the door and he opens it. Uh, he walks in. He leaves the door mostly open, not, uh, not fully, but he doesn't close it. And there's just like a couple seconds pause. And then from inside the room, you hear him say, God damn it. shuts the door and turns around. Give me the key first. And you can have Lander. A sack comes flying up out of the darkness and lands on the ground by his feet with a thud. He kind of looks around. He'll bend down and open up the sack. Inside is a crystal. Uh, it's a crystal taken from the uh, the shard glass, that was the, the crystal shard around there. He did not describe us to what the key looked like. He, well, he did say it would be on a stem with engravings on it. That's what he said. And that was why you engraved it, that piece of crystal, as you were coming back <laughs> on the... I got these tools. It says key on it. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal key. That's what a token... <laughs> But I'll key, spend a token but on crystal it. Okay. spelled wrong. Do you okay. want to go back in time? It's cri- crystal with a K and an umlaut. <laughs> umlaut. And in there, and some uh, some burgers, some crystals. Okay, so uh, got it. So he will pull out the crystal that you have taken some time to try to somewhat simulate the actual key, and he he kind of looks you know, again. He does that sort of canine head tilt. And you hear him mumbling to himself, this, this isn't exactly what I thought it would look like, but it's a crystal key. So he's kind of like talking to himself. And he, he'll sort of huff, and uh, he'll, he'll walk back over, and he'll actually sit back down in the chair. I'm sorry, Cade. I really meant to uphold my part of the bargain, but apparently Lander has escaped. Through possi- a window. Possibly while we were talking. I assume that he is on his way back to your ship now. I suggest that you make your way out of town as quickly as possible. Those are you owe me some sort of payment. You know, you can keep Cassandra. I was done with her anyways. I would like to stealthily exit a window. Just to kind of leave him wondering if I'm still there. Okay. And now we'll go over to Cranfin. So you are moving across the room very stealthily, very quietly. You can hear Cade and Foss continuing their conversation just beyond the open archway and you settle into a, a almost like a crouch for just a second when you feel Cassandra's weight shift very very subtly uh, but before you have time to even react there's now a loud crash right behind you and she says whoops you have made a mistake winch and then I'll just slam her against the bookshelf the only reason you won't die this day is because of my brother and his foolish love for you or Rather lust, but that doesn't matter. And then he'll punch her in the face 
pretty hard, like enough to definitely knock her out, but All right, I'm uh, have, I'm maybe have not you, mess it up too much. I'm going <laughs> to have you roll a D, uh, basically a strength saving throw to not crush her face. Okay. 15? Okay. So, yeah, so she's already... I mean, you threw her against the bookshelf. She's probably got a concussion. Kate just beat her up earlier. So you're able to punch her in the face. Breaks her nose. Might might affect the looks a little bit, uh, but does not kill her. But she does appear to be knocked unconscious again, and she just sort of slumps over to the side. Okay. So you stand up, and apparently, despite Cassandra's efforts, she didn't raise enough alarm for Foss and Cade to react to it because they're still having their conversation and that's when you hear Cade tossing what you think is the crystal key to Foss. Cranton doesn't really think that Cade is that stupid but there's really no I haven't heard the rest of what Cade told him so because I was outside with Cassandra so I'm going to I'll wipe the blood off of her from her face onto her cloak so that I don't have any blood on my hands or nothing. And then I'm going to exit the building, like, through the same door I came out of. Because I don't think there's anything I can do now, like, for the ruse of the key being in my foot or whatever. Okay. All right. So, Cranton turns around and walks back out right about the time that Cade is working his way around the edge of the building. And I say to him, I say, uh, did you see Cassandra? She got away. You know, she, every time, the more and more I find out about her, he said, uh, I say as we're getting into the wagon, um, the more and more she reminds me of Lori. I'll tell you about that sometime. <clears throat> Excuse me, halfling, sir? Hi. Hey. Creature? Halfling creature. Hey, name, name's Cade. What? Cat. Irrelevant. What? But, uh, okay. okay. No. Several things here. Yeah. <clears throat> Number one, I need some medical treatment. I, I'm... The, uh, I will hold up my hand. On the, <laughs> it was your other hand. <laughs> 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 this here belongs here, and it's not there. Let um, my healing hands work their magic. I, I will hold that for you. <laughs> don't touch <laughs> me. I'll crush it back together. <laughs> and uh, and uh, take me home. <laughs> <laughs> I have a show to play tomorrow. Uh, what year do you think it is? I, do you not recognize me? I'm sorry. My <laughs> knowledge of, of, of Darkling. Uh, what is your name? <laughs> Not that I should have to tell you, but it's... <clears throat> I'm sorry, Mr. Fancy Pants. We got a ship to catch. <laughs> Excuse me. Barinth Dar Playlock. Okay, roll me a intelligence check. Actually, in Cranton, you can as well. History or intelligence? Ooh, wow. Intelligence. He's heard of me. 18. 17. <laughs> both, both of you have heard of Barinth Dar Bladelock, you can't say it. We can't say it. Yes. Both of you have heard him. He is actually a world-renowned musician and performer. And what do we know of him as? He's an elf. A white elf, or yeah, I mean just an elf, but not a darkling. No, is he known across no, the country? No one has seen darklings in three hundred and fifty plus years. Um, for for my poetry, slam poetry. Yes, and um. <laughs> Okay, Barry. And um, I'm known for my re- slam poetry as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting. I was hoping you would pick up on that. Um, Want to hear and, my first uh, stanza? <laughs> research into the dark arts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. But, but yeah, you are but slam poetry. And this, this is modern day. Like this isn't. Like, you know, there's a Baron Thar Blaylock the Magnificent who performs <laughs> now for. Huge crowds, like stadium rock type stuff. My my uh, 
My followers are known as Blaylords. I'll look over to Cranthon and go, <laughs> what? Yes, I, I expect the, the shock will uh, wear off eventually, good. but, you know. So he clearly has been saying, like, he looked at himself confused and all this stuff. Okay, so <laughs> Cranthon looks at you and looks you up and down, and he says, uh, so when he introduces himself, I'm going to say, uh, you are not Byrondar Blaylock. I saw him at Neely Chateau over five years ago, and he looks nothing like you. His rendition of the glass bunny was absolutely fabulous. He had two hands, I guess. So. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes, on top of having had two hands to play my lute <laughs> and sitar, uh, something... I thought you did slam poetry. Wait. What do you do? <laughs> Wait, a yeah, sander's an ma- animal, I'm not a- an instrument. He's multiple disciplines. <laughs> I, play, I play a sitar. Sander. <laughs> How's a bard going to work without one hand? Like... Yeah, you seem very predicament here. <laughs> Hence, the medical treatment. We'll, we'll get you a uh, fake hand. Don't worry about it. Yes, there se- seems to be something strange going on. I, I see, I'm down a hand, and I, some, something about uh, Darkling. What do you remember before the crystal? Interlude number one. 48 years ago. We are in the back room of a stage that is being set for a performance from Berendar Blaylock, and we find Berendar practicing his opening speech. Oh, what was I going to open? I'll open with the poem, move into the orchestral piece, and if they have it set up, maybe something on the harp. Okay. Yes, come in. Berendar, it's me. Kindreth, yes, come in. Uh, Kindreth will walk in, shut the door behind him. Uh, this is your best friend. This is a person you've known pretty much your entire life. He's worked with you, been a big part of what has gotten you to this point. And he's looking at you somewhat worried. Is everything ready to go? Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything that we've requested. It's all set up. Lights are good. Set decorations are good. Orchestra is getting ready. Could not be better. But... Th- but there's something. He'll sigh. I wasn't sure if I should tell you or not. Sebastos is here. I anticipated one of his retainers, but him himself? Him himself. Well, this is... We have to... I have to nail this tonight. That's why I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell you. I, you're practice. You're ready. This is going to be the performance of your life. Just, just stay calm. Yes. Do you think it would have been better if you hadn't told me? Maybe now, based on your reaction. <sighs> no, no. Have to, I, we've been preparing for this, and there's no turning back. Good. Okay, good. Um, before you go, I wanted you to, to take this onto stage with you. I don't expect you to use it, but I just I think it will help you stay grounded. And from a side pouch, he's going to pull out sort of an old uh, pan flute. It's uh, one you would recognize. It's very well-worn. It's something that you probably, when you started your career, um, you know, playing shanties, shacks on the side of uh, beaches and hovels and docks, uh, well-worn instrument, but nothing, you know, you play magnificent instruments now that have been gifted to you. There were thousands of gold. And this is something that, you know, you may have picked up for Nothing on the street, and he'll he'll hand it over to you with a slightly shaking hand. I haven't. 
Where have you? I haven't seen this thing in years. I, I kept it. I thought it was important that uh, I know the we don't want these people to know where we came from, but I think it's important that you and I not forget where we came from. I'm honestly surprised it's still even together. It's. It, it took a little bit of work, but uh, go ahead, give it a give it a try. I'm just staring at it and turning it over my hands. It's definitely it's even though it's been repaired, it's still very worn and just got a little bit of corrosion going on. And I'll try to get something out of it, but I'm not certain that it'll even play anymore. Well, I don't necessarily need you to play it, but just keep it near near to your heart. I think that's all we need. And, and he'll reach in for like a bro hug, and then uh, he'll kind of move to the side so that he turns the hug into a push, and he starts pushing you towards the door. Here we go. Good luck. And uh, we will cut back after your performance as Barindar is coming back off of uh, stage after his greatest performance to date. Wow. Well, certainly better than I expected. Not not better than I expected. I I, I knew that you had that in you. That was brilliant. Honestly, after hearing the Emperor was going to be here, I I think on it was thinking back in the pipes, oh brought me back down. Well then I'm glad I told you and I'm glad I shared that with you. And I think at this point what I'd like to and there's another hard knock at the door. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Gendrith will walk over, and he'll at first just open the door slightly and kind of stick his head around to the opening, and then you see him. Who is it? He'll he'll stiffen, and then just walk backwards, allowing the door to open. And standing before you is clearly one of the emperor's retinue. It's a very fancifully dressed elf, uh, very regal, even for an elf. I mean, as an elf yourself, you're graceful, but this person's grace seems to almost be supernaturally above yours as, as he all but floats into the room with his flowing robes. A very sort of soft, polite clap. He will nod at, at Kendrith almost dismissively and look over at you. That was a performance worthy of the emperor himself. Well, well, thank you, sir. I, I certainly tried my best. You did your best, and uh, you have won the favor of the emperor. Sebastos himself has sent me back here to ask you to come to his palace tomorrow and do a small intimate performance for him and his most trusted advisors. A private event? Yes, an honor, even above your station. Yes, certainly one such as myself could is humbled by the invitation. That is a worthy response, and I think the emperor will be pleased to hear that. Have you heard of the pure title that has been gathering some momentum around the capital? Only hushed whispers, but I have heard. It is something I expect the Emperor may want to talk to you about as well, if you can match the performance you you had tonight. So it is agreed then. I will be back on the morrow to retrieve you. Yes, certainly. And and who should I say the Emperor sent? Uh, My name is Laust. Laust Zymir. And we will meet on the morrow. And he will turn and glide out of the room. Oh, wow. Kendrith oh. will shut the door and lean against it. That is amazing. I, I, I've got to prepare now. Yes, start now. You, you need to rewrite a new set list. You need to start practicing uh, any instruments you didn't play tonight. We need to play tomorrow. Just let's start now. 
yeah, I'm not sure what else I have left, but certainly this needs to exceed tonight's performance. This could be the thing that changes our lives. You know, that's all well and good and all, but we have really got to talk about this on the move. Yeah! So, Everin, Lander, and Albie, you have successfully set the uh, guard station on fire. And it seems to be contained for the moment. What do you do now? I mean, I think it's obvious we, we run the hell back to the boat, unless Everin I'm has I'm thinking a that we idea. should set more than one building on fire, though. I you a little arsonist? Well, I mean... The police state if we set the the quote unquote police station on fire, that I mean that's. But the thing is, like the police station was nope. safe to sound fire because there's nobody else in there when we did it. Well, there was. He was already dead. Wow, he deserved it. A.K.A. Albie was hungry. <laughs> but I mean, like <laughs> we can't for help. We can't. We can't just go setting random buildings on fire where there's probably people inside. I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. You make a good point there. So is there some kind of like a bell we can ring for a fire to alert everybody? Sure. It would be like a civil thing where everyone's supposed to jump in and help. So you can start raising a cry of a, a fire and other people are going to jump in. Because if they don't put the fire out, it could the entire city could burn down. Right, right. <laughs> here's, my, here's my quandary. We want it to burn to draw the guards back, but we want to get out. So we need kind of a commotion or a crowd to, to hide ourselves. I mean, we could add just a little bit more. Like you said, we could we could ring the, the town bell to get people's attention. But, I mean, I think the fire should be sufficient, in my opinion. All right. Well, yeah, okay, that's fine. Let's not waste too much time. Probably make our way back to the boat. Okay. So just for the sake of plot convenience, as you were running back <laughs> towards the boat, you hear a wagon roaring up behind you. Yeah, yeah. You see... Uh, Two figures and an owlbear running down the street in front of you, Kate. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. Barry goes flying over My the head, wagon. You see a hand fly up in the air and back down. His hand starts doing cartwheels, and you see Albie jumping <laughs> forward. It's like, it's like slow motion dog going for a frisbee. Uh, it's complicated. I, I will, if Albie's going for it, I'll grab it because I don't want him to eat humans. All right. So, uh, Lander has just yeah. saved uh, the hand from going into Albie's outstretched beak, who seems he wasn't able to quite get enough lift into his jump for it because of his bum wing. I'm, I imagine Albie has, like... A, Maybe he got a hold of it and that's got some teeth marks on it. Like, stupid beast! I imagine Albie has, like, a total jump height of, like, three inches. He's just, like, this small, fat little guy. He's like... <laughs> but I say, no, Albie, you already ate dinner. And I toss it back in the wagon. Fancy, oh. fancy meeting you guys here. Should really get on. Sounds like a plan to me. I'll assist Albie up in the back. No, I'm not sitting with that vile creature back here. Uh, you might be careful what you say around him. Otherwise, you'll have one less hand. I will not watch anything I do. Barindar does what he pleases. I'll wait Krantin for... Krantin will lift Barindar into the back of the cart. Finn, put me down! How dare you... <laughs> so, so later on the Albert jump in the back. I will jump to the the other side of the steering bench. And I would just look back in amazement. You found another one? Yeah, I know. And really it, funny. It talks so much. Oh, God. <laughs> Does any... Okay, answers. Why is my hand detached? And why am I a Darkling? Hey, uh, Barry, Barry, Baranthars? He's not Barandar. There's no way. 
Recite the glass bunny for me. Do oh it my now. God, would you guys just shut up so we can get back to the boat? Right, there Kate. once was a glass rabbit. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that so, was so deep. So, Cade, you are full tilt uh, down to, towards the And he was the choked to death. That there are two elves who have just finished tying off easily ten different heavy ropes to the side of your ship to make sure that it could not sail away. Are they in the middle of the dock? More or less. Uh, trample? Okay. <laughs> I will cast overrun. You in vehicles. <laughs> I Vehicular love it. combat. So, <laughs> so, uh, so they're going to like turn and, you know, they see you coming and they look at each other and they look back at you and they see you're coming again. So they like put out their hand, you know, fully expecting you to stop and they start calling out an elven. Halts! We are duly authorized agents of the Neely Viata Empire. I will have them roll a dexterity... Actually, I'm not have you roll. If they don't get out of the way, you're going to run over them. One of them dives into the water. The other is trampled under <laughs> foot. <laughs> Speed bump. Well, at least at this point, you're 75. percent You're not 100. So yeah. your average is going down. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm not proficient in land vehicles. Only water vehicles. That's well, true. 75 percent still pretty good then. Uh, let, let's cut those um, <laughs> mooring lines and get the hell out of here. I want to rub some food on one of the ropes so Albie starts gnawing on one of them, and I'll start cutting another one with a, my dagger. So Cranton's going to get off the wagon and run over and start breaking the ropes using his sheer strength. Okay. I'll, I guess I'll follow them on, waving my hand around and just blathering on about something about you medical just, treatment. I think you should just stay in the cart. Not, not even paying you. attention to where I'm walking, but just wandering onto the boat like, Excuse me, anyone, Barindar needs medical treatment. I, I, uh, Cade's, as he's heading up toward the, uh, the bridge, Barandar, I promise we'll get it taken care of as soon as we're at sea. <laughs> Somebody's going to take my hand from me and slap me in the face. <laughs> the Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> All right. So, uh, as you guys finish breaking the last of the mooring lines off, you see another contingent of elven soldiers, probably about eight or 10 that are starting to make their way down the dock towards you, but you have already started to essentially shove heat, off heat, yeah and so you are sort of drifting away from the docks as you turn and start to set sail back into the open seas of the Draymouth. the dark discovery is a very fast ship it's it's almost supernaturally fast uh so you do not expect that anyone will be able to catch you from port macklin though certainly the empire has ways of communicating ahead of you so you're going to need to find safe port at some place all right, so we're just going to say that you guys have now been out to sea for about two hours, uh, basically fleeing directly away from Port Macklin. Cranthon is going to be out on the deck, kind of keeping an eye out just in case. But as far as you can tell, you're not being followed. So I think this will be a good opportunity for everybody to kind of come together and, and have a conversation for a few minutes, because there's a lot of things that different ones of you know that maybe everyone should know. I just I feel like that's what would happen here. So we're going to say it's been two hours. You've been running the ship nonstop. It's just now got to the part where you start to feel a little bit more comfortable. And so the captain would basically call everyone in, minus Cranthon, to have a conversation. Well, that was fun. Everybody make it out okay? Limbs intact and all that. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Really? You're, you're going you're gonna to say that? As if once wasn't bad enough? It's been a very trying day. Oh, oh has it? Let me tell you what happened to me. While I was here holding down the boat, your your 
guard buddy came back. Except that, um, are you sure he was on our side the first time? Because he wasn't this time. I did have to jump off the boat to escape them. What happened? Well, he kind of brought a battalion of guards. Mm -hmm. I cast some magic and got most of them into the water. Then I nearly killed the guy. And then I was arrested. So you attacked them and they arrested you. Sort of. Because he didn't leave me a whole lot of choice. Like, he was going to search the ship. I thought he was on our side. So I had to do something. By the way, there's also the fact that the reason they were here is our boat's name changed back to the Dark Discovery. So they knew it was us. D- does anyone have any glue? No. What I- do you need? What do you want glue for? Uh, this? Holding up his hand. Uh, we're <laughs> just going to have to keep that wrap of bandages. Glue. And, and also, are you Landry, are you all in trouble bucket. with the law or something? What? Why was there a battalion on your ship? That's a long story. Uh, Cade's... It's a misunderstanding of yeah, sorts. Yeah, um, it's more his deal. But uh, anyway, so I did end up getting arrested. misunderstanding involves an entire battalion? Well, we'll have to flee in later. But yeah, I got arrested. I can't be involved <laughs> with any criminal dealings. I'm still under house arrest. And wait, this isn't the guy from the bottom of the boat, right? This is somebody new? You've yes. never heard You've never heard of Brindar? No, I have no. Wh- there's one of you down in the you, bottom you, of the no, boat. No, no, seriously. Shut up. No, seriously. Xnay on the you, bottom of the not boat. Not him, though, what, right? What, what another what? What do you Is this guy joking or has he really never heard of me? You know, uh, he's cultured but he's been at sea for a while. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it does things. We spend a lot like, of time I kind of like uh, 12. Actually, that 12 is what it was. You, you have heard of Berindar Blaylock. It's a world-famous <laughs> performer. That has traveled. It's, excuse me? World-famous <laughs> entertainer. Okay. I interrupt the narrator. <laughs> so, now, so, now I have, so now I have an idea because... You've never heard of Berindar? Well, yeah, I've heard of him. I'm an elf, but you're not him. Yeah, about. I'm still trying to sort out what's going on, but hang on. The pressing matter being the fact no, no, that my no, no. my limb is. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get that squared away. But hang on a second, Landry, and go get the. Everin goes over downstairs. to the um, cabinet and gets out. He roots through them, and there's some clanging. I imagine as I try to find the cleanest pan that we have, and I walk over to this character that says he's this Brindar performer that I've known and I hand it to him. Take the pot and look at it questioningly. Yeah, this is this is the closest thing to a mirror. Hold it up to your face. (laughs) I'm looking at it's a little dirty, but I'm looking at it and I grab his I grab his his shirt and and pull him over toward one of the portholes to get light in. I'm rubbing it with my stump. (laughs) Like one hand and stumping it with it looks like it must be very dark ah, because ah. you look very dark in the yeah, reflection. It's, is the lighting bad in here? And your teeth. Ugh. I, I wonder how long I was out. When's the last time I brushed my teeth? And then I'm going to walk over a little bit towards the, the light to get a better view in here. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you hear the clattering of a pan. What sort of sorcery's magic is this? What have you done to me? Um, it's a long story. Uh, we found you in, in a crystal. What? Yes, you were in a crystal. 
Okay. Here, Brendar. Can, can, uh, can I see the hand? I, I've got something that'll help. Uh, I, I take the hand, and I, I, I will kind of go over to the pickle bucket and open <laughs> it and put it in and close it. Well, that seems... It'll, it'll keep it preserved yes, so we yes. can get it attached. Just keep it away from that beast over there chewing on that man's scrotum. Well, well, watch your tongue around, Albie. You mean watch my dick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you would know anything about that. <laughs> I, I know a dick when I see one. Just gonna let that hang out there. So we found you in a crystal. Or I found you in a crystal, and Cassandra was there. Uh, that's something I wanted to talk to you about, Captain. I uh, I don't think we can trust Cassandra. Really? Uh, you don't think so? No, I uh, I didn't want to say anything, but uh, I, I don't think she's on our no, side. No, 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 no. Do tell. Yeah, because Land- now would Lander- be a good time to fill us in on where you were the whole time. Lander finds this even more attractive. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, kind of went to go see her and talk to her, and... She poisoned me. I, I know you, you guys probably didn't know anything about this, but I... Poison? No. It was just a misunderstanding. Right. I, I I, don't know if she knew what she was doing, but she kept serving me <laughs> funny tasting tea, and I just thought she was a bad cook or something. And then next thing I know, I was passed out. Lander, she worked Foss. for Foss. What right. did you expect? Well, I think Foss might have been the bad I don't know if Cassandra was really the bad one. Foss was probably the bad one. He was the one who tied me up. There can't be more than one? Do, do you see this? Cade pulls up his shirt. She stabbed me here. I'm sure she had a good reason. She cut his arm off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, gonna, actually, you don't know that. You I'm going to stump towards the pickle jar. Well, <laughs> this goes back to my original point, Captain. I don't think we can trust her. Yeah, so next time you see her, just be wary of that. Yeah. Well, I I suppose I should fill you all in on what happened at the mansion. You have the key, right? Yes. Okay, and we left port, so... Well, everything was going according to plan. We went in, and inside the room with, you know, all the treasure that was supposed to be there, that Foss said was there, that was ours... Yeah, so did we get paid at all? Yeah, we found ourselves a Blaylock. And oh, a what now? Him. Uh, no, that's, that's, him. I don't go usually by my given I'm sorry, Brendar. Given name, we but, found yeah. ourselves a Brendar. He was in a crystal. Uh, tr- true inside. fans might actually know my you know full name, but I'm hand. failing to see how he is any type of payment. He said we got to keep what was ever in the room. <laughs> but he's a darkling. One of them's bad enough. This one talks? What What do you mean, one? x on the thing in the bottom of the ship, A. Bottom of the ship, A. This is a ship, not a ship, A. It's Gnomish. Ah. Um, <clears throat> I, I've no. definitely heard of that. Br- Brindar is a great world traveler and is cultured in all sophisticated things. One, <laughs> we don't own Brindar. He's his own person too he was in there encased in a crystal we've only ever seen one other darkling and three when he got at what you know i brought him with him because i broke him out so does this mean the new guy has to clean the poop deck from now on no lander it's your responsibility but he might be able to give you a hand too soon (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm still getting phantom twitches. <laughs> so Cassandra was there and she wanted the key because somebody told her, somebody named Lander told her that we were apparently going to betray Foss or something. And she came to do the job herself. Can you throw a not our Lander in there? No, it was definitely our Lander. And I understand why. I've been stupid before. I know. But we, did I mention she stabbed me? Yeah, yes, uh, several times, sir. Okay, all right. So we knocked her out. I knocked her out, carried her out. I came out to see the magistrate had returned and was in the process of having his neck ripped out by Granthan. Wait, what? Are you saying Granthan killed somebody? No, 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 no. Lander, you're saying it like this is the first time. It's it's very well not the first time. We, no. Your brother's got some problems. What? Are you, that beast is your brother? Uh, long story. Lander, where have you been? This isn't the first time. Are you serious? No, Cranthon couldn't do that. I, all the times I've known, I mean, he's powerful, yes, but he wouldn't have that in him. Albie's rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean to tell me, not only do you have an uncontrollable killing machine in your crew, but you also can't control it. Well, that, that would, would go with the uncontrollable, uncontrollable part. Machine. I, I know what I said. I'm just <laughs> baffled. Let what, it sink what, in, because we are Bar- still two. What in Berindar's name has Berindar gotten himself into? Is what Berindar wants to know. Well, he's not an uncontrollable killing machine. He's a person. He he was a person, Lander. He's a mage hound. Yes. Yes. But he has a soul. He's my brother. They don't have souls. I don't know. Do you know how they work? We're still trying to figure that out. But apparently it's got some issues because nobody just rips out somebody's spine. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't know if being with your crew is going to be good for my health, having already lost a hand. It's okay. He's lost one, too. It's like brothers. Some other mothers here. Yeah, Evan turns to him. This and man doesn't have an arm. Yeah, Evan turns to him and uh, faces him, and then he just kind of thinks it for a second, and his arm, like, blinks out. Ah! And then I think it back, and it, it pops back on. I, I know. I'm uh... So it takes some getting used to. Interesting. Barring getting my pickled hand reattached, that may be useful. Where would you even get such a thing? It's a long story that you don't want to know about. You know, we're going to need some place to hide, though, um, until things some of this heat settles down. I mean, there's a dead magistrate. Uh, confirmed spotting of us. So... Everyone, you got any place we can go that's out of the way and not too particular about who you are? Unfortunately, I do. It's not a place I thought I'd go back to, probably ever. But his need for a hand, and like you mentioned, the fact that we have to kind of get out of some heat. Yeah, I got a place. It's going to take us a little while. Yeah. Yeah, you may have heard of it. You uh, ever been to the Emerald City? Oh, crap. 
No, never been there. I've only heard of it by reputation. It's a place you don't go. Yeah, you heard right. But I don't think we have a choice. Well, I think that means it's time for a drink. Well, while this is going on, Kate has gone over to the cabinet and, and returns with four uh, mugs and, and a small cask and starts pouring them. And, and hands one to each of them. I'm going to go to pick up the mug with my stump and then look longingly at the pickle jar. <laughs> and then sort of haphazardously reach with my offhand and try and slosh beer down my face. My These these sharp teeth scrape on the mug and it's making a really nasty sound. Because for some reason I would, you know, chew on the side of the mug. So, after we uh, left the the mansion and got past a patrol and we uh, had it asked Cassandra where Lander was and she wanted to trade Lander for the key. So we made best speed for Foss and um, we snuck inside and uh, Foss is an old guy in a wheelchair or at least he kind of, there's more to him than just an old guy in the wheelchair. He's an old guy in a wheelchair with metal legs that can somehow control the temperature in the room. Everyone gets a quizzical look on his face and shakes his head. It's weird that I have a phantom arm, but this guy has metal legs? Yeah. Does like, he like, like have to put them on, or were they on the wheelchair with him the whole time? It, they were under the blanket? Yeah, I thought I caught a glimpse of that as well. Also, I'm not a dark one. That's also weird. Just There's a lot of weird right now. Um, how many, I'm to- totally not a darkling. How many of those casks do you have? Because even for me, with a phantom limb, metal legs is kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. He really, really needed the key. And um, he knew he was unhappy to learn that Graydon also had an interest in the key. Was this key for his legs or something? Like he like a wind-up toy? He wouldn't say. So, but he got up and walked with these legs. Yeah, yes. And then you, and it got hot in the room, like the temperature rose. Without casting any magic or stoking a fire? I I I don't know about magic, but I don't he didn't stoke a fire unless it came out of the legs and, you know, was invisible. Um I am so glad that we got out of that place. It almost makes going to the Emerald City look nice. Almost. Yeah. Well, uh, Cassandra got away. So, you know, we got to watch out for her, too. She'll probably stay there with Foss. Foss said she had no use for her. Or she she said Foss had no use for her now. He, I gave him I gave him a key. Wait, a key? Not the key? Yes. So where's the key? Hidden. On the ship, though? Sure. Well, I suppose... We'll get money out of this thing one way or the other. But anyways, we're not out of that. We're, we're out of that city. Foss and Cassandra, we don't have to worry about anymore. As long as they're on the board, we'll let them figure themselves out. I think sooner or later he's going to figure out that he has a fake key and he's going to come for us. Or his people are going to come for us. You asked why the guard, like our guard friend was here. First off, friend is a strong word. Yeah, and, I agree and- after I got arrested. And I, I got arrested. I, I, he gave me steak. It was fine. Oh, a good meal, actually. 
yeah, you and steak. Ha 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 I didn't get that. I got shackles and a spear tip. Is that like steak tips? Yeah, something like Everyone that. gets a really <laughs> nasty scowl on his face and just stares through you. Yeah, but Everin, I mean, we were able to get you out. Yes, I suppose you were. Thank you. So how that happened? Well, what happened there? Well, as you see, Albia and I stealthily snuck into the place. We wrestled the guard to the ground. We were able to get his keys, and then we were able to unlock Everin's cage and sneak him out quietly without anybody ever knowing we were there. Not to put a wrench in your plans, but I'm just going to throw it out there that to put priorities in order, I need to get my hand reattached and get my body back. So what is it going to take to make this a priority? Were you not here for the part where we were going to get your hand taken care of? I don't know who you people are or what you're going to do to me. Um, well, uh, what, what is it this vessel even does? It sails from place to but, place. As a livelihood. Are you fishermen? Uh, we're shippers. We of things. We do transportation. You know, of things. Um, merchant captains and princes and, you know, all that other uh, yeah other things smugglers yes th- that is it that is that is the actual word well if you're gonna have to put a nasty name for it yeah i guess so i can't hear any of this i can't be involved we're, we're mostly respectable businessmen <sighs> well if time. you went off the ship all you have to do is walk out that door five steps to your right and there's the railing that's true oh no we'll give you the pickle bucket as appealing as that offer may sound I would be doing my fans a disservice by taking out the taking the easy road out. We're just you're just going to have to reprioritize and figure out how to get my body back. Well, let's start with your hand first, and maybe a muzzle for your mouth at some point. I agree with the first, not so much with the second, but I'm glad that someone around here knows how to prioritize. It's kind of harsh. Albie doesn't even have a muzzle. Albie doesn't make this much noise. <laughs> Also, if I'm going to be staying, if I'm going to be staying here, we're going to need to set some ground rules. Number one, you keep that beast away from me. I mean, and by beast, I mean that owl thing plus that automaton creature. And also, you know what? You you with the creepy arm, you should probably stay away too. The halfling's the only one that seems halfway normal. All right, whoa, 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 whoa! All right, hold on. Don't don't act like you're the one making the rules here. You're here as a guest. You're not part of the crew. Uh, uh, guess, we have guess? volunteered to help you. <laughs> you have a strange way of inviting guests onto your vessel. I suppose you could technically say it was kidnapping or rescue. It was a rescue. I'm going to go with a rescue. Uh, acquisition. Oh, well, <laughs> if you want to go with kidnapping, Cade, then we can surely no. throw him in the hold. No, oh, we're, we're, we're going to go with a rescue. kidnapping onto the piracy charges, arson, stabbing. Are you familiar Decapitating, with the Decapitating, despining even. Are, oh are my you, god, someone punch him or I'm going to. Are you familiar with the concept of a boat anchor? What are you implying? Just think on that. Now, what's the food situation like in on this vessel? Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. 
the podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Yeah.